What is up, y'all? And welcome back to the Imperfect Mom Podcast. You guys know on Tuesday, I spoke a little bit about postpartum depression. So today, I actually decided to do a part two to go more into depth of what causes postpartum depression and more ways that someone can help someone that's dealing with postpartum depression. So before we get into this episode today, don't forget to share the podcast, follow my podcast. I'm still working on trying to get a Q&A going for you guys. But yes, I hope you are enjoying your Thursday. Bailey says good morning. So we're going to go on ahead and get into this episode. What causes postpartum depression? There are a numerous amount of things that can cause it, but I'll go over a small list of things either from experience or I've seen others um, go through that cause their postpartum depression. So you either have a history of depression, either during pregnancy or at other times in your life. You have bipolar disorder. Um, or you've experienced postpartum depression after a previous pregnancy. If you have multiple kids, um, or whether they're on the earth side or they're in heaven, etc. Um, you have family members that have experienced depression or mood disorder. So it could run in a family, could kind of be genetic. You've experienced or you're currently experiencing experiencing stressful events in your life that could be you know during the past year the past three months six months two weeks etc um pregnancy complications can definitely contribute to your postpartum depression especially if you have other children on top of dealing with the complicated pregnancy illness of course can definitely contribute to postpartum depression whether it's you being ill, your significant other, um, a family member, your child, a friend, etc. Also, a huge one, I would say for me, top five, job loss or not being able to secure a job. That is a huge, huge, huge one that will either make it worse if you're already experiencing it or it would cause it and contribute to it. Also, another huge one, your baby has health problems, development problems, or other special needs. Being a parent is already hard within itself, but parenting a special needs child, that 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 will definitely, 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 I can speak from experience, that is not for the weak-minded, and that will take a physical and a huge mental toll on you. Having twins, triplets, or multiple births at once, that can take a huge toll on anybody. You could have, you know, been the happiest, most content, you know, happy with your life person before having twins or triplets or quadruplets, etc. Because having multiple babies at once will eventually take a, a mental and a physical toll on you. So if you weren't already experiencing it, that can cause it. You have difficulty breastfeeding. Now, this one was a definitely a huge one for me, 
specifically with my youngest that you guys hear in the background. I was only able to breastfeed her for two months. And while there were some good days during that two-month period, there were also a lot of days where I was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do this. I, I can't do it. It's, it's not working. It's not for me. I was trying everything. I was power pumping, eating more calories, keeping my stress levels down, but I was just not able to make enough. And I did not have the time to, what's the name, to contribute to a pumping schedule. I had I had two other children. One of you guys know is on the spectrum. And my middle child is also on the spectrum, but she's not officially diagnosed. So that took a huge toll on me trying to breastfeed, Bailey, pump, etc. And having to deal with two kids on the spectrum. Also, major one with a lot of people is if you're having relationship problems. That can also cause or make your postpartum depression worse. You have a weak support system. I would not say that that one pertains specifically to me. But I've seen it pertain to others where they had a really, really weak support system or inconsistent support system and everything falls on them they're trying to do everything for everybody and eventually it just beats you down financial problems is one of the num i would say honestly the number one if not you know if not number one is definitely in the top five financial problems will always in most cases contribute or cause the postpartum depression if you don't have the finances that you used to have or the finances at all to care for a child you're sitting there how am i going to do this how am i going to do that my baby needs this medication i can't afford it i it's this huge copay just for taking my child to the doctor's office it's this huge copay because your baby might need surgery or your baby might need this specific formula and you don't qualify for assistance for it. Uh, also, a huge one for a lot of people is the pregnancy was unplanned or unwanted. Or it could be both. You could have an unplanned and unwanted pregnancy. Or you can have um, unplanned and not wanted right now pregnancy which doesn't specifically mean you don't want to ever be pregnant. It just might not be the right time to be bringing another child into this world. Me, that did contribute a little bit to my um, having unplanned pregnancies. I wouldn't specifically say unwanted. It was just not at the, not the right moment, but everything happens for a reason. So... Now that I went over a small little list of some things that can contribute to postpartum or cause it, let's go into how you can help someone or how someone can help you with postpartum. First and foremost, this is a huge one, which is why it's going to be number one, listening to their feelings. Listening without automatically trying to respond is huge a lot of times just learn to listen without responding 
Learn to listen without reacting. Just listen to their feelings for once. Just, just listen. Don't say anything. Don't cut them off. Just listen. Also, another huge one in the top five for me is do not compare. That is where a lot of people go wrong. They compare one person going through postpartum to another person. Oh, well, such and such didn't have has five, six kids and didn't go through postpartum or such and such is a new mom and she's not going through it, etc. Let, let's not do that. Or such and such is a new dad and he, you know, my husband, he doesn't, he didn't experience it. He's good, etc. Let's not do that because everybody's not the same. So let's not compare. Please, let's not compare. That can make it worse. And that can make somebody feel like they cannot talk to you and they have no one to lean on. Another huge one in the top five, make special plans. Without the kids. <laughs> Sometimes without a significant other. Just make whoever's dealing with it special plans. Set them up a spa day. Manny petty. Give them a gift card to go somewhere. Let them, you know, keep the kids and let them go go to the movies by themselves or go out to eat by themselves or go have a drink by themselves or let them go to the park by themselves or if they just want to sit at home and binge watch Netflix, Disney Plus, etc. Let them do that. Just make it a special day for them to themselves. Another huge one in the top five, reassurance. When I say reassurance, reassure them that they are enough. Reassure them that this depression is not them. It's not who they're going to always be and that they will overcome it. Because we need that. We need a lot of reassurance when we're going through postpartum. Also remind them that they will feel like themselves again that was a huge one for me um feeling like i'll never be back to myself i was like i'll never be back to myself this is my new normal you know this is just who i'm going to be now etc cetera, etc cetera. i had lovely friends family that was like no this is not who you're going to be you can get through this just because you're not getting through it instantly or within a matter of weeks or so, you're going to get through it. There is help and we'll get through it with you. So just remind them, they will feel like themselves again. It might not be right at that moment, but slowly but surely, they'll feel like themselves again. I already spoke on that. Remind them there is ways for them to receive help and ways to overcome it. If you don't, what's name I spoke on that. And part one a little bit briefly. Supporting their decisions is a very, very huge one, if not number one. If they decide to go to therapy, do not discourage them from going to therapy. If they decide to take the medical route, do not discourage them from doing so. If they decide to do both, do not discourage them from doing so. If they decide to cut all their hair off because they don't want to deal with their hair anymore while they're going through it, support them. You might not like it, but you don't have to like something to support someone's decision. You can agree to disagree. 
supporting someone's decisions when they're going through postpartum can go a very, very, very long way. Also, a huge one, noticing the small things. That was huge for me. When I went through it, I went through it with my middle child for about six months. Some people knew, some people did not. And notice people noticing the small things, especially my mom and my sister noticing that I was getting out of bed. I was getting dressed. I was doing my hair. I was, you know, out of my room. I was going out in public to get fresh air, going outside. I was going shopping. I was eating again. I was, you know, that that helped me a lot because it was showing, you know, myself that, oh, I am making progress because in my head, I'm like, I'm not making any progress. I'm just doing this just because. But seeing loved ones notice the small things like that motivated me and helped me to keep going to battle postpartum depression and to win. So spoke on that. So we're going to go briefly into when to see a doctor. A lot of people confuse postpartum with baby blues. Baby blues can let baby blues usually phase after two to three weeks, sometimes shorter. It usually fades. Postpartum is different. If it doesn't fade within like two to three weeks, you might want to get help. Some people before then, you you start seeking medical attention when your symptoms are getting worse. I spoke on symptoms in part one. So if you haven't listened to part one, definitely go listen to part one. You definitely want to see a doctor if, if these symptoms and things are making it hard for you to correctly care for your baby tend to your baby and or other children also a huge one for me which i knew i needed to seek help was it made it hard to do everyday tasks like showering eating getting dressed brushing my teeth that's that's a huge one when you know okay i i need to get help because i can't even get out of bed i can't i can't eat I'm, I, I don't want to get out the bed to shower. I don't even want to brush my hair. So, also, I would say this is number one. If you are having thoughts of harming yourself or your baby, definitely, if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or your baby or others, definitely seek help because you are not yourself. And don't let anyone make you feel bad for those those thoughts because it's not you like i said in part one like i said in part one it's a chemical imbalance so it will mentally affect you in ways that you will not understand so more so let's go into if you're having suicidal thoughts Please seek help from a medical professional. Please, a healthcare professional, your primary care provider. Please just seek help. You can also contact a mental health professional if you don't feel like your primary care provider is enough. Also, 
there are suicide hotlines where you can call and speak to someone if you don't have family or friends to reach out to if you don't have a loved one to talk to there is a national suicide hotline um the national suicide prevention lifeline because you do deserve to live and you will get through this so that number I'm going to do, give it, is 1-800-273-8255. And they do have a website where you can do a web chat with them. It is suicidepreventionlifeline.org slash chat. Please, if you have no one to reach out to, definitely, definitely contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Please contact them. Also, if you're spiritual, religious, etc., contact the minister, a spiritual leader, or someone else in your faith community. Please do it. Whether it's your pastor, a minister in your family, um, random church going to a priest or anything like that. Please just understand that you are not alone in this battle and reach out to someone. So I am going to end today's episode with there's help. There are ways for others around you to help you. But you have to be willing to receive the help. And when you're helping someone, please do not beat them down. Because... We might not realize we're, we're experiencing postpartum. We might be in denial about it. So just support, help them in any way that you can. Be willing to receive the help. You guys enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. Don't forget to share my podcast. Follow my podcast. And once again, thank you guys for all the love and support. I'll be back to you guys on Tuesday with another episode. So goodbye.